Hey there, welcome to the Mama, Mommy, Mom podcast with Emily Parkins. Let's get started. Hey friends. Wow, it's been a minute since I have recorded a podcast. I had all of our stuff scheduled for um, when I went on vacation. So it's been a little while and I'm happy to be back. We had a lovely vacation I really didn't want to come back to Monday, but um, reality hits and we have to, but that's okay. We had some very like awesome time on vacation and I'm very thankful for it. Um, I am gearing up for like the fall. My son starts school in less than four weeks. So I have a list of things I want to get done um, before then, like organizing all the things and just getting ready for like another busy season. And I'm going to do a podcast episode later this month, or I guess in early August now, um, about organizing and like getting your home ready for a busy season and like how you can make it easier on yourself, um, like with the upkeep of organization. So stay tuned for that. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about um, having two kids, two and under, and or two under two, as they call it. Um, I know a lot of people are having their second babies or third babies or whatever. And I did a podcast a couple weeks ago with my best tips on like transitioning from one to two kids, transitioning from two to three kids and on. And today, I want to talk about some encouragement and tips for you to have two under two. So when Haley, our second was born, Liam, our oldest, he was only two. Um, he was almost three. So that's a lot different than having a two-year-old definitely. And then Haley, when Molly was born, our youngest, um, Haley was only, I think she was like 22 months old. So she was not even two yet. So over the past year, we've which it's just like hitting me that she's three now and she's still so, so little, but like three is a lot different than two and two and a half. And, um, there's so much she can do now that she couldn't do when she was two. Um, and I just want to give you guys some tips and encouragement today on how you can make your life easier when you have two kids under two. And I have to say it is, awesome having your kids close together. And it's awesome having your kids like be close in age and knowing that they're going to be in school together and just like interact together and overlap in some certain situations. So it's awesome. It's also great to have like a gap between your kids too with Haley and Liam. They're almost three years apart and there's not a ton of overlap. They're obviously still close in age, but they're, you know, three years apart is a lot different than two, than less than two years apart. Um, it's a lot different in that Liam was potty trained when Haley was born. He was more independent, could get his own snacks. He, um, was sleeping, you know, through the night, all these things. Well, when Molly was born, Haley was not, you know, she was still adjusting to life. (laughs) Um, she was still, you know, a baby and, a lot of the sense, like she wasn't independent. She was still in diapers. She was still sleeping in a crib. Um, she was still very dependent on Kyle and I, and it was a lot different than having a three-year-old. So 
you know, it, it was a lot of work. I'm not going to lie and say that it wasn't. I'm not going to lie and say that it was easy every day, but there are a lot of benefits to it. I saw something the other day, like the more kids you have, people think that you're just like constantly taking care of them and you are, but your kids also take care of each other and they also play together. So when you have one kid, there's no one for them to play with. So they're constantly mommy play with me, daddy play with me. When you have one, two, when you have two, three, four, five kids, like they're all playing with each other, hopefully. And, you know, getting along, hopefully. I mean, there's always sibling issues and fights and disagreements and whatever. But, you know, when you have more than one kid, the other kids tend to help out. Like my older, my Haley and Liam, they always help with Molly and play with her and help me get diapers for her and bottles and all the things that, you know, I didn't have help with when I had just one child. And in a sense, it's in that sense, it's easier and it's more fun for them because they have someone to play with. So when I'm busy in the kitchen, I know that Molly and Haley are playing together and Liam's older, so he's not necessarily always playing with the girls, but he... Um, he's a big help. He'll get me snacks. He'll help me get the, like to help me with, um, getting diapers and wipes and feeding the dog. Like he has chores that I can help, like give him that he helps with. So having two under two or two, two and under is a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of, um, logistics. And I would, definitely say like having a plan is going to be key for you and not getting behind on things, even though there's going to be certain times where you're going to get behind on things. Like when you come home from an outing, bring your diaper bag in and make sure that if you know you went through X amount of diapers, you're replacing those diapers and the wipes for both the kids. Um, always, being one step ahead of the kids, especially the younger, especially like your first child or middle child or whatever age that is, um, like your two-year-old, make sure that you are like getting ahead of when they're hungry because there's nothing worse than a hungry toddler. Um, always have snacks like within reach for them so that they can maybe go in and, and teach them like this is where the snacks are. One of the things I did before we had Haley um, when Liam was still under three, um, I made sure that all of his cups and bowls and forks and stuff were all within his reach. So, and I kept it that way throughout all the kids. So now even Molly knows where the bowls are and the snacks are. So I put all of his stuff, all the kids stuff is within their reach. So if they're hungry or if they want a bowl or if they want, you know, some water or something, they can go in and get that. And even in the refrigerator, it's that way. So everything is within their reach. If they want something and they ask me, can I have this? I tell them where, like, go ahead and go get it yourself. It's within their reach. So that's a really big help, um, too. And always making sure, like if you're doing bottles still or cups or whatever, always making sure there's some type of drink in the fridge for your older child so that they can go in there and just grab it. Um, even if it's juice boxes and making your life easy, just making sure that there's always something in there for them to grab so that if you're nursing the baby or feeding the baby or whatever you might be doing, that they can be independent and teaching them that independence is so good for them. Um, and just having that plan and being one step ahead will really, really help you. And it will make it so much easier on you because you're going to have your hands tied up with all the other things like 
even if the baby's settled, your two-year-old might need something. They might need a diaper change. They might need a snack. They might need help getting to bed or nap time. Or um, they just, you know, you're always going to need both your hands on all the kids. Um, another thing I would suggest is like lowering your expectations of yourself, of the kids. Like you can't expect to yourself, like when you're adjusting to two under two or having two under two kids, like you can't expect your dishes to always be done and your laundry to always be folded, especially in the beginning when you're adjusting and the baby's still new, like you have to give yourself a break. And that's kind of where like having a plan and being on a routine will help. If you're in a routine with these things, then you know, like, okay, at 10 AM, the baby naps, the two-year-old's occupied for a little while. I'm going to unload the dishwasher. I'm going to fold clothes. I'm going to clean the bathroom. Like you have certain times of the day where you know, like as when you get and start getting into a routine where you know that things are going to kind of happen. So then you can like create that plan of when you're going to get house stuff done. And if you're working full time, then you have work and you have to work around work, which at night is going to be a little bit different and the mornings are going to be a little different. So you're just going to have to come up with a plan and lower expectations of having a perfect clean home and everything done and not clean as in like dirty clean. I mean, tidy clean. Like there are things you can do to make sure that it's easier to keep your house tidy, but there's probably going to be, you know, toys everywhere. And there's probably going to be some dishes in the sink. And if you have older kids that are potty training, like your two-year-old might be starting to potty train. Well, there's probably going to be pee on the floor. So you're going to have to like account for that and wiping that up and emptying potty training toilets and all of that. So having a plan and like getting yourself on a schedule and routine will really, really help once you're there at that point. But I would not expect yourself to be at that point until like three, four months out um, when things are a little bit more, you know, manageable. Um, and then another tip I would definitely tell you is ask for help. And if people aren't offering, ask. Like, I'm really, really blessed in that I have a really core, great, like, awesome core group of girlfriends that if um, I'm struggling or if one of us are struggling, we kind of all just, like, step in for each other, like, bring meals, send coffee, whatever it might be. So, um Definitely, if you don't have that, like, it's really helpful to try and build those relationships with people and create that village for you. If you don't have that, though, ask for help. Ask for help from in-laws, from even friends that I'm sure people are going to offer you help and say, like, what can I do for you? What can I bring you? Like, just flat out say, like, I remember after I had Molly, I said, I want vegetables. And my one really good girlfriend, like, literally brought me a bag of cut up veggies. And it was great. Like, she wanted to give me things. She wanted to, um, you can hear Liam in the background. Sorry. He's playing a game. Um, anyway, he, she wanted to bring me something. She wanted to know exactly what I wanted. And that was what was going to be super helpful for me. So definitely asking for help. And when people offer help, tell them exactly what you need. I also made a list, um, which I can share below of all the things that, you know, if somebody was coming to help me in this time period when I was home with the kids, or even when I wasn't home with the kids, if someone was coming to help, help me, you know, within that first six months of having a newborn baby, um, I, 
had a list of things on the fridge. It was called Ways to Help Mom. And I'll probably end up doing like a postpartum episode because this was really helpful for me postpartum. But um, so I had this list on the fridge of ways to help mom and all of our, a list of our favorite like takeout places, but also a list of things that if somebody came over and they asked me what I could do, what they could do, I would say like, there's a list on the fridge. If you want to like, look at that, that would be really helpful. Um, Because I felt awkward asking for help with sweeping um, or folding laundry. But like, if someone was going to look at the list, they could look around and say like, oh, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. So that was really helpful for me. But my biggest encouragement to you today is to just give yourself some grace. This is a time in your life where it's going to be so busy and you're going to have to adjust. You're not just going to walk into having like little, like two kids, two and under and feel like, you know, you've got it all together. And I think that's okay. You need to give yourself that grace and that time to adjust and learn what's going to work for you and your family and your kids and your husband and how you're going to, you know, make all of that work for you guys. It's not going to be something that you're just going to walk into knowing how to do. And that's okay. Give yourself that grace. It's really important to give yourself that grace and understanding and patience. I think we are so quick to like not get, be patient with ourselves. Give yourself patience. I heard a great quote yesterday. It was like something along the lines of be patient with your feelings when they arise. And you have to let yourself through and like give yourself that patience that you need and deserve um, in this time period. And I can tell you that even though, you know, I've had my kids close together. Um, even though it was my, I was a third time mom with our third baby. It was still an adjustment for me because I had two other kids to take care of on top of a newborn. And I had to set some hard boundaries with my kids. I had to tell them like, mommy cannot get you this right now. Mommy is nursing Molly and mommy will get it for you when I'm, I'm done. And if you need it, if you need that specific thing right now, you're going to have to figure out how to get it for yourself. And having, you know, a a child that's two and under and in that time, like when Haley was really little and um, when Molly was born, I had to explain it to her in a way that she would understand or make sure that you know, I, when I sat down to nurse the baby that everybody had what they needed, everybody had milk, everybody had a snack, everybody had everything that I would think they need before I nursed the baby, which meant that I had to be, it was a constant job. Like it wasn't, I get done nursing the baby and I sit down on the couch and chill. It was, I get done nursing the baby. I get up. I make sure that everybody has everything they need. By the time I was done doing whatever it might be that I was doing for preparing for the next thing, it was time to nurse the baby again. And it can get very overwhelming. And having that patience with yourself and giving yourself that grace is going to be really important in those moments. All right. Well, I really hope that this helps you guys today. I'm excited for you if you're having more babies and if you're not having more babies, whatever it might be, whatever your mom journey looks like. Um, I just hope that this was helpful and encouraging and that it brings you some peace and comfort knowing that you're not in this alone and that your babies will be okay and that you'll figure this out and it's a journey and 
you're learning, they're learning, and everyone is learning, and it's all going to be okay. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. If this content resonated with you, please share it on your social media, share it with a friend, and let me know what you think. If you tag me on Instagram and give me a review, I will maybe call you out in the next episode. Thank you so much and have an awesome, awesome day, mama. Thank you.